Welcome to Silly History, I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. Espionage. According to the United States government, any act of obtaining, delivering, transmitting, communicating, or receiving information about the national defense with an intent or reason to believe that the information may be used to the injury of the United States or to the advantage of any foreign nation is considered as such. And Jim Baker loved it. It was clandestine and exhilarating. Ever since he was a kid, Jim wanted to be in control of his life and everything around him. He imagined himself growing up to be a real-life James Bond, a suave spy who lived a life of secrecy and rarely played by the rules. When Jim grew up, he managed to get a counterintelligence job with the FBI, where his main responsibility was to compile a database of Soviet intelligence for the Bureau. The Soviet Union was still ruling over Russia at the time, playing its cloak-and-dagger version of the game Cat and Mouse against the United States, what we all know as the Cold War. Jim's was not a glamorous role. So far, his career as a special agent seemed to be nothing but the opposite of what he imagined. He was a glorified desk jockey, a librarian, and he had grown tired of it. The FBI realized that something was amiss when two of their KGB informants suddenly went missing. There was a mole amongst their ranks. But who could it be? Jim was assigned to sniff out the perpetrator. It was a big responsibility they placed on his shoulders, and Jim certainly felt the weight of it. After all, he was the mole. Jim had just been tasked to find himself. As he compiled his report, he, of course, buried every piece of information that might incriminate him. It was just a few years earlier when Jim sent an anonymous letter to the Soviets offering his services for nearly $300,000 in today's money. He offered them a gesture of good faith by giving up three different agents secretly working for the FBI. One was already in Moscow, being interrogated for losing a concealed camera. The other two were unexpectedly recalled, arrested, and convicted of espionage. Jim even gave them the infiltration dossier he had compiled for the FBI which included a list of all Soviet spies who had previously contacted the agency about moles. Catching Jim shouldn't have been as difficult a task as it ended up being. Unlike his hero and movie counterpart, Jim wasn't the clever, careful, and sophisticated operative as one might imagine. Years later, an investigation into his double dealings described him as having poor interpersonal skills, a gruff attitude, and a loner. He was consistently unwilling to properly handle classified information, and there were numerous times when he was actually caught. But, no matter how feeble his excuses were, his superiors believed his lies every single time. In the same year Jim was directed to find himself, he was caught revealing secret information to a Soviet defector in the middle of a debriefing. The serious security breach was reported to a supervisor but it was never documented and no formal action was ever taken against him. 
Jim was later transferred to the Office of Foreign Missions at the State Department, which utilized an FBI computer system that gave Jim access to thousands of classified documents for which he had no need to know. Jim used the system to his advantage and kept an eye out for searches conducted on himself. Once again, the FBI could have discovered his nefarious activities had they routinely conducted audit trails beyond submitted allegations of wrongdoing. Nothing and no one seemed to stop him. He constantly disclosed classified information to people outside of the agency, including friends and members of the press. He once attempted to install password-breaking software on his work computer, but was caught and reported. When he looked the security program's manager in the eye, Jim confidently justified his actions. The reason was really quite simple, he said. He needed to connect a color printer to his computer. The security program's manager bought it, and nothing about the incident was recorded. On another occasion, Jim's own brother-in-law, Mark, also an FBI special agent, reported multiple incidents to a supervisor at the Chicago field office. Mark provided more than enough information to warrant a follow-up, but he was dismissed due to a lack of policy or procedure mandating anyone to pass the knowledge along for further investigation. Finally, the FBI began to take notice. After exhausting every other lead and receiving additional information that identified Jim as the Russian mole, they promoted him into a position where they could easily surveil him. Jim sensed that something was up. It did not, however, deter him from making one final dead drop. On February 18, 2001, Jim drove to Foxtone Park in Vienna, Virginia. He placed a white piece of tape on a nearby park sign, the signal for his rushing contacts to know there was intel in need of picking up. He then walked over to a wooden footbridge and taped a sealed garbage bag filled with classified material to the underside. In the very next moment, FBI agents rushed out of nowhere and apprehended him. After 20-plus years, the worst intelligence disaster in United States history was ended. If the FBI hadn't been so dismissive, they could have busted Jim in 10. Jim Baker, whose real name was Robert Philip Hansen, looked around at the arresting officers and asked, What took you so long? Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a 5-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production.